welcome to the Freelancing Marketplace Podcast, your freelancing guide to leverage your brand online remotely. And now, here is your host, Grace Luxin. Hola! Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Freelancing Marketplace Podcast. This show is dedicated to freelancers, marketers, and business owners who desire to leverage their online presence through freelancing or remote working. My name is Grace Luxine. I am the CEO and owner of Surge Digital Agency. It is an FBA business consultancy corporation company. And this show right here, the Freelancing Marketplace podcast, is dedicated for you to get insights, assistance, and the very step-by-step guidance on how you can be an effective freelancer or in hiring your virtual assistant. For today's show, we're going to be discussing how to start freelancing part two. In our last episode, we talked about the first part of how to get started with freelancing. And again, this is a part of a series on getting started with freelancing. Without further ado, let's get into the meat of today's episode on how to start freelancing. So far, we were able to talk about in our last episode on the steps one to five. And these are, again, step one, get the right equipment. Step two, find a marketable skill. Step three, polish up your skill. Step Four, build your reputation. And step five, create a portfolio. So let's continue and discuss steps six to 10. Later on, we're going to be discussing also our freelancing tip of the week and our key takeaways from this episode. For step six in how to start freelancing, you need to try a freelancing part-time job or getting experience. Freelancing is not everyone's cup of tea. The process of marketing yourself or selling your service and dealing clients can be overwhelming if you're doing it all at the same time. If you're not sure whether freelancing is for you If it's something that you're going to be doing part-time or if it's something that you will be doing as a business agency later on, you might need to test the water first. You can try and check if this is the career path for you by doing a part-time job or doing a simple fixed project. You can spend a couple of hours every day working on smaller freelancing gigs and learn the ways of freelancing. So you are getting experience and becoming more familiar with the processes how to communicate to clients, how to be on top of your tasks, meeting deadlines, and the whole work-life balance. You're able to check if it's something that you're able to do. When you feel like you're ready to tackle bigger projects, you can weigh it over and evaluate in yourself if you are ready to go full-time and leave your day job or leave the corporate world, or if it's something that you can probably just do on a part-time basis or on a fixed rate basis or by doing projects only, or it's something that you don't actually want to pursue. So going and transitioning into the freelancing career, you might need to take it one step at a time and getting a part-time freelancing gig or a small one-time freelancing project-based gig may help you identifying if this is a cup of tea you can enjoy later on. 
Number seven is finding the right freelancing platform. If you're starting with your freelance career, it can be difficult finding jobs. And this is one avenue that we want to also share here in our podcast episodes. And that will be coming in in the next few episodes. Nonetheless, know that there are best freelancing websites for beginners in order for you to get started. Of course, there's Surge Digital Agency, there's Upwork, there's online jobs, but also know that there are websites specific for certain niches. There are websites dedicated for gigs or project-based like Fiverr.com, onlinejobs.com is more for virtual assistants, Upwork is more for freelancing-based virtual assistants. There are dedicated websites for copywriters, for article writers, for SEO strategists, for real estate virtual assistants. There are different agencies as well. So you might need to, yes, identify your niche and polish your skills and then later on identify the right freelancing platform for you. The freelancing websites are perfect opportunities for newbies in the freelancing world because these websites or freelancing platforms already have something going on. They have everything prepared for you, so it's not a little bit tricky on how to get started. These websites are a perfect way to attract more clients to your services and gain referrals as you grow your career even more because as you're doing projects in these websites, you will be given feedback, there will be different testimonials. You can even ask for testimonials via email. And the client testimonials or feedback can be an avenue in your portfolio. So go ahead and find the right freelance platform for you. What is it that you'd like to do? And what are the freelancing platforms specific for the niche that you have chosen? Step eight is knowing how to charge the right price. Figuring out the right price for your services can be challenging. This is why you need to be specific and you have to identify it right from the very beginning. Because if you're going to give the wrong information on your pricing, if it's too low, clients may think that you don't have the skill or the expertise. If it's too high, they may think that you are too proud of yourself. So you need to be able to back up your expertise with your portfolio and starting in the freelancing industry, you may not have the right guidance. And the best way to figure out the right price that you can start with is to go back to popular freelance marketplaces and see what other freelancers in your niche or your industry are charging. As a newbie, it's not fair to charge those same prices as the experienced freelancers. Offer a competitive price that those experienced freelancers without making yourself seem cheap. So there should be a balance between not making yourself look cheap and not really making yourself too expensive as well, especially if you are starting. For those who are enrolled in our freelancing courses, we usually tell them that because they are trained and experienced, they have gone through the very skill that's being done live on the clients and they can start with at least six to ten dollars per hour and if they're going to go for more experience more expertise higher on demand niches they can charge for more and even go for fifteen dollars per hour twenty dollars per hour thirty dollars per hour so know how to charge the right price if you don't have a training you might want to charge lower like four dollars if you have the training and it's from a reputable 
online freelancing agency, you can charge the client higher. And if you are more experienced and if you have more certification and authority, you can even go better than $10 per hour. Step number nine in how to start freelancing is sending your first proposal. Writing a proposal to a client needs to be done carefully. It's not like writing a regular email or writing a social media post. You need to be serious when it comes to figuring out how you can persuade your client to give you the job instead of the other competitions. There are tips and hacks on how you can send out a proposal and it can be ensure that you are providing solutions, you are identifying the problem, and you are sending a proposal. A proposal is basically not just sending an application letter, but a solution to the problem. This is why it's called quote-unquote proposal. You need to be able to check and identify in the job post what are the pain points that the clients are communicating in this one. And then afterwards, you can prepare for a solution and send out what are the steps in order for you to be more valuable in providing solutions to those pain points. So send your first proposal by personalizing it, by identifying the pain points and sending sending solutions to provide value to the client. Number 10, finally, we are here. But before we're going to the last step, let's go ahead and talk about our freelancing tip of the week. Here is your freelancing tip of the week. For this week's freelancing tip of the week, it is keeping a balance of skill and attitude. There are a lot of freelancers who would come in into the freelancing world with all skills, 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 but they don't have the attitude to sustain it. It means that when there are issues, they just disappear and make excuses. If they're being lazy, they just lie about what's the real condition. They would appear nice, but actually towards the back end, they're struggling and they don't know how to communicate. So that's lack of work ethics. That's lack of excellence in your attitude. There are also freelancers who would come in into the freelancing world with the right attitude, but are lacking skills. They are probably prompt with communication. They have work ethics. They are pro-client and they are giving their best when it comes to the output of their work. That's a great attitude for a freelancer. However, if you don't have competitive skills, you can be let go as well because, of course, the client needs ROI or return of investment. If they're paying you and at the end of the month, they are not generating income out of what they are investing in you. It may be that you are so good and you are just on top of your work ethics, but without the right skill that would bring earning into the business through the virtual assistance that you're providing, it's not also going to end up happily between you and the client. So keep a balance of skill that's going to be competitive and it's going to be bringing in ROI for the client's end and the right attitude that will sustain long-term relationship in your freelancing career. So here's step number 10, and it is deliver beyond expectations. Once you have landed a job, the next step is to make sure that you're delivering projects or outputs of your work just as the client have asked, or even more, you can go and over-deliver when it comes to job. 
You can go for above and beyond what the client expected without charging extra. It's really good if you would go beyond expectation and even be willing to go the extra mile. Like you need to understand that you are basically there in order to replace that very task that the client is doing. So you need to be running that very task as if you are the business owner. You need to own the business. So the client will not anymore be micromanaging, will not be worrying about what the outputs may be and how it can gain income and generate lots of leads and whatever your goals and objectives are. So Find a way to do work that goes beyond expectations and learn to stand out from the crowd. This is the only way to build a lasting career as a freelancer. We just have finished the 10 steps when it comes to starting your freelancing career. And again, step number one is getting the right equipment. Step number two is finding a marketable skill. Step number three, polishing up your skills. Step number four, building your reputation. Step number five, creating your portfolio. Step number six is trying freelancing part-time. Step number seven, finding the right platform for your niche and for your services. Step number eight is charging the right price. Step number nine is sending your first proposal. And step number 10 is delivering beyond expectations. For this week's key takeaways, I would like to leave you a verse from Proverbs twenty-two twenty-nine, And it says in the English standard version, do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. This means that excellence will take you to places. If you keep a balance with your competitive skill that's bringing in revenue and also maintaining a really good working attitude, it will take you to places because excellence alone will allow you to stand before kings and not with obscure men. Thank you so much for listening on this fourth episode on getting started with freelancing. And this is the second part of how to start freelancing. Don't hesitate to connect with us. We are on social media as Surge Digital Agency. You can also check out our YouTube and Facebook. We have free tips and guides for you all in order for you to really be empowered when you are in the remote working world. Don't also hesitate to communicate and connect with me personally on my personal account, Grace Luxin, via facebook.com slash I hope to see you guys on our next episode. We will be talking about tips and insights in transitioning work from home from the office setting. It's going to be exciting. So stay tuned, subscribe, share it with your friends, and I will see you again on that episode. The Freelancing Marketplace Podcast is a production of Surge Digital Agency. 